this is not normally something that you guys will be uh, hearing here on the Remnant channel, but this I could not ignore. Greetings and Shalom Mishpacha. Thank you so much for tuning in to this very, um, oh, very troubling, yet for me, exciting news. So, after this, family, I will be discussing this very relevant topic. World War III has been declared.
now in World War III. World War III has been declared by Pope Francis. On May 28, 2022, a Donetsk People's Republic militia multi-rocket launcher fires, <clears throat> excuse me, fires from its position not far from Pantelemonivka in territory under the government of Donetsk People's Republic, Eastern Ukraine. World War III has been declared. Pope Francis sighed in a wide-ranging conversation with the editors of European Jesuit publications on May 19th, referring to Russia's attack against Ukraine. The conversation was published by the Italian Jesuit publication La Salvita Cattolica and the secular newspaper La Stampa on June 14th and is sure to spark discussion. The world is at war, he said. For me, today, World War III has been declared. This is something that should give us pause for thought. What is happening to humanity that we have had three world wars in a century? Francis spoke about the complex background to the war in Ukraine and the interests involved, including those of arms manufacturers. He denounced the brutality and ferocity of the Russian troops and praised the heroism and courage of the Ukrainians. At the same time, he said, we do not see the whole drama behind the war, which was perhaps somehow either provoked or not prevented. For me, <clears throat> excuse me, for me today, World War III has been declared. This is something that should give us pause for thought. What is happening to humanity? that we have had three world wars in a century. Hmm. And you guys should see how the quotation marks, um, they just look like big old sixes. Hmm. Family, remember that it said in the last days there will be wars and rumors of wars. Remember also that the Bible speaks about the war of Gog and Magog. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been in the book of Enoch um, as of late, and 
it really breaks this all down for you in detail. So you do understand the governing um, principalities that are really at war behind this war family. Okay. So anyway, the Pope has faced criticism for not calling on the Russian president by name or for suggesting that perhaps NATO may provoke the war by barking at the gates of Russia. But in the new interview, the Pope said he was quoting what one of state had what one head of state had told him. Even so, Francis denied that he is pro Putin. I'm simply against reducing complexity to the distinction between good guys and bad guys without reasoning about roots and interests, which are complex, he said. While we see the ferocity and cruelty of Russian troops, we must not forget real problems if we want them to be solved. A Jesuit editor from Eastern Europe noted that we are living through a war of attention and write about it in our journals and ask the Pope, what are your suggestions for communicating with this, I'm sorry, for communicating the situation in which we are living? How can we contribute to a peaceful future? To answer this question, we have to move away from the normal pattern of Little Red Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood was good and the wolf was the bad guy. Francis responded. Here, there is no metaphysical good guys and bad guys in an abstract sense. Something global is emerging with elements that are very much intertwined. Oh boy, do you guys really hear through this? Huh? Do you really hear? Oi. Again, the sixes. These quotation marks, they just, they don't look like normal quotation marks. Hi. Do you guys see what's happening here? I am simply against reducing complexity to the distinction between good guys and bad guys without reasoning about roots and interests, which are complex. The Pope said, roots and interests. Hmm. He doesn't want to make a distinction between good guys and bad guys. They're all necessary, huh? They're all in this together, huh? They're all one that can reason this out because this is a global thing, huh? Regarding his comments about NATO's role in participating in, I'm sorry, in precipitating the war. The Pope revealed that a couple of months before the war started, I met a head of state, a wise man who speaks very little, very wise indeed. After he talked about the things he wanted to talk about, he told me that he was very concerned about the way NATO was moving. I asked him why, and he said, they are barking at the gates of Russia. They do not understand that the Russians are imperialists and will, all, and will allow no foreign power to approach them. He included the situation could lead to war. This was his opinion on February 24th. The war began. 
That head of state was able to read the signs of what was taking place. Referring to the ongoing war, Francis said, what are we seeing? What we are seeing is the brutality and ferocity with which this war is being carried out by the troops, generally uh, mercenaries used by the Russians. The Russians prefer to send a Chechen and Syrian mercenaries to send in Chechen and Syrian mercenaries. But the danger is that we only see this, which is monstrous, and we do not see the whole drama unfolding behind this war. Hmm. Hmm. You guys, please, I encourage you to visit my channel on YouTube. Go to Malaka Batya to the Remnant on YouTube. That is M A L A K A H Batya B A T Y A H to the Remnant. Okay, and I I uh I explain what is really behind this war, which perhaps somehow either provoked or not prevented, he continued. And note the interest in testing. The selling weapons and testing and selling weapons. No, I'm just, I'm sorry. As I'm looking at this article, you literally see these bold face sixes all through this. Family, how do you feel about Pope Francis? You guys can visit me on social media if you already have my pages, okay? And um, I, I, you know, you guys have my pages. Y'all got y'all sister stuff. Inbox me, talk to me, email me, tell me what you think about the Pope. It is very sad, but at the end of the day, that is what is at stake. Hear this again. The Russians thought it would all be over in a week, but they miscalculated. They encountered a brave people, a people who are struggling to survive and who have a history of struggle. The Russians thought it would be all over in a week, Pope Francis recalled. But they miscalculated. They encountered a brave people, a people who were struggling to strive and who have a history of struggle. Hmm. He went on to speak about the responses in Europe and elsewhere to the terrible suffering of 44 million people of Ukraine, over 25% of whom he have of whom have been forced to leave their homes and become either internally displaced or refugees. Everyone opens their hearts to refugees, to the refugees, the Ukrainian exiles, who are usually women and children, the Pope said. The men are left to fight. He recalled that the general audience in St. Peter's Square the previous week, two wives of Ukrainian soldiers who were in the, what is this, um, Azovstal Steelworks, come to ask me to intercede for them to be saved. They are women with children whose husbands are fighting over their young, beautiful women. They went to the Pope that they may be saved, guys. So, clearly, these people do not know Yahuwah Alakim. They know Pope Francis. We are all very sensitive 
to these dramatic situations, Francis said. But I ask myself, what will happen when the enthusiasm to help passes? Because things are cooling down. And who will then take care of these women? We need to look beyond the concrete action of the moment and see how we will support them so that they do not fall into trafficking, are not abused because the vultures are already circling. As history shows, he said, Ukraine is an expert in suffering slavery and war. It is a rich country that has always been cut up, torn apart by the will of those who want to take it, who want to take it over and exploit it. It is, it is as if history has predisposed Ukraine to be a heroic country. Seeing this heroism touches our hearts. He praised the heroism of Ukraine. Brave women, brave people a people not afraid to fight, a people hardworking, and at the same time proud of their land, we keep in mind the Ukrainian identity at this time. The Ukrainian identity. What is the Ukrainian identity? Family. Pope Francis said that there are a brave people, a people not afraid to fight, a people hardworking and at the same time proud of their land. Hmm. I know another people that are proud of their land, but are no longer in their land. I know the people that have been forced out of their land and uh, moved into trafficking and abuse and slavery. They were a hardworking, prideful people too. <clears throat> Hmm. This is what moves us to see such heroism. But he said, what is before our eyes is a situation of world war, global interests, arms, sales, and geopolitical appropriation, which is martyring a heroic people. Which is martyring a heroic people. He reminded the European Jesuit as editors, that our sensibility is touched because Ukraine is so close to us. We see what is happening there. But he said, there are also conflicts in other countries far away, such as in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, Nigeria, uh, Myanmar, and nobody cares. He recalled that some years ago he has said, we are living the third world war piece by piece. But now he told the Jesuit editors, the world is at war. I would like your journals to deal with the human side of war, the Pope said. I would like you to show the human drama of war. It is all very well to make a geopolitical calculation, to study things in depth. You must do so because that is your duty. Reflecting on this would help humanity and the church a great deal, he continued. Make your socio-political reflections without, however, neglecting human reflection on war. Pope Francis also recalled 
that he had a 40-minute conversation with the Russian patriarch Kirill, 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 Kirill on March 16th. He revealed that in the first part of their virtual conversation, the patriarch read me a declaration in which he gave reasons justifying the war. When he finished, I intervened and told him, Brother, we are not clerics of state. We are pastors of the people, Francis said. The Pope recalled that he was scheduled to meet him again on June 14th in Yerushalayim to talk about our shared issues. But given the war in Ukraine, he said, by mutual agreement, we decided to postpone the meeting to a later date so that our dialogue would not be misunderstood. Francis said that he hopes to meet him at a general assembly of leaders, world religions in uh, Kazakhstan. Uh, uh, in Kazakhstan, sorry. I don't know where I saw that map. There's no M. In Kazakhstan in September. I hope to be able to greet him and speak a little with him as a pastor, he said. On the same day, the interview was published on June 14th. Pope Francis went a step further on his analysis of Russia's war against Ukraine on the, ten, on the 110th day of the war. He did so in his message for the sixth world day of the poor, the sixth. World Day of the Poor. After speaking about the coronavirus pandemic, he said that a new catastrophe has appeared on the horizon, destined to impose on our world a very different scenario. The war in Ukraine has now been added to the religion wars. I'm sorry, to the regional wars. My bad. That was just, you know, an accident. To the regional wars that for years have taken a heavy toll of death and destruction. Yet, here the situation is even more complex due to the direct intervention of a superpower aimed at imposing its own will in violation of the principle of self-determination of peoples. Tragic scenarios are being reenacted, the Pope said, and once more, reciprocal Extra paint. Wait. Uh uh. Um, how's this word? Extortionate. Sorry. Oh my goodness. It's early. Uh, extortionate demands, reciprocal extortionate demands, uh, made a few new potents are stifling the voice of a humanity that cries out for peace. Hmm. Family, if nothing else, let us give you food for thought this morning. And man, stay prayed up. Hop up on YouTube. Check your sister out, Malaka Batya to the Remnant. And let's uh, understand who's really behind these wars. Thank you so much for listening. I love y'all. Yo. Listen, <laughs> hooked on phonics works for me. So, family, y'all better not be laughing at me or my mixing up of these words and things of that nature. <clears throat> um, 
I love y'all. I'm out of here. Shalom.